0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. We discussed this uh, yesterday on Shabbos. We were discussing the Shaila about schnapps, the controversy with cherry cask. But there's another controversy not related to scotch, but related to milk. Everyone knows that uh, there was always a discussion about using non-chal milk here in America. And the assumption is that everyone uses non-Khal milk based on the premise of Rav Moshe Feinstein, that he holds that we have uh, government involvement, the FDA, and it's as if the Jew watches the milking and it's kosher. That's, uh, that's been accepted already in many, many communities today, Rav Moshe's heter. Just on a side note, it's worth noting, the Chazanish thought of this probably earlier than Rav Moshe is safer makes this idea that maybe when you have government involvement that's a mirsus and that's ke'ilu that's considered a Chal of Yisra, but uh, okay they accept their approach today amongst Lutvish Jews not the Chassidim Chassidim are very makbid Lubavitch are very makbid on the Chal of Stam. they will not touch milk that wasn't a Chal of but there's a Why bigger the too, yeah anything that's dairy from unless uh, oh, it, it has powdered yeah. milk powdered yeah. milk maybe if it has time. milk the milk if they get the milk from a non-Chal of Yisra place it's yeah it's the same idea now, but there's another controversy for you non-chol of Yisrael drinkers. I put myself in that boat for the record. For the non-chol of drinkers, there's another controversy which came up about 25 years ago. And it comes up every once in a while. But there's an entire safer written by uh, Srili's cousin, Rabbi Manis Blumenfracht. He wrote an entire safer devoted to this topic. And it's a fascinating issue. The issue is, is that it's very possible that for the non-chol of Yisrael drinkers, you have a different problem. What's the problem? It says in Shulchan in Seven Aleph, Aleph, that you're not allowed to drink from an animal, that you're not allowed to have the milk from an animal that's not kosher. That's the whole choshash of pig's milk, right? Why are we choshash for of stam in the first place? That's a rabbinic issue. We're afraid that maybe the, the person will put a little pig's milk into the milk, so uh, you're drinking pig's milk. You're not allowed to have milk from a behemoth tameya. You're also not allowed to have milk from a behemoth that's a trefa. A trefa is an animal that has some form of an issue that's not going to live. It's called a trefa. So, the Shochan Paskin's Cholov of a trefa is also like the behemoth itself. So, if you look at the Darke Chiva, you look at the Munkat father, the Darke Chiva writes over there in Paytas, he says it's an Isser Consuming milk from an animal that's either a trefa or not kosher is considered an Isr So, what's the problem? So, they realize that there's a, a very common ailment amongst cows, or milking cows, that many of the cows have this problem. It's called the displaced abomasum or today they call it D-A. What's well, this displaced abamosum? So you can obviously go online and do the same research I did, but the basic research is the cow has four stomachs. One of the stomachs flops to the other side. It gets very bloated with gas, and it flops to the other side of the, where it's supposed to be, and it causes a lot of pain and, 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 and discomfort for the cow. So... Because of this, there's different ways to fix this DA problem, and you can watch fascinating videos about how they fix it. Very interesting. There's different ways of doing it, but one of the ways, or, made, or possibly many of the ways they fix it, might render the cow a trefer. So, if the cow is a trefer, you're drinking the milk from a dick from a cow that's a trefer. You're not allowed to consume the milk. That's a that they realize is more common than we think. That many of these animals have these DAs done to them. And because these, D- these DAs are done to them, it renders the cow a trafer. And if the cow's a trafer, you can't drink the milk from it. Ice. What? Oh, we'll get to it a second if you have a bottle. Now the truth is, it's not so posh that how they fix it. It's not so posh that just because they fix it, it makes the animal a treifer. One of the ways to fix a DA, which is they still do today in the farms, is they take the animal and they flip it over. Which is a whole process itself to flip over a cow. How they do it is fascinating to watch. And this stuff, it's amazing. Everything tell you can watch video of. It's not aggressive. You don't, you don't have to go to veterinarian school to see this. But there's different mahalachim of how to fix the DA. Different approaches amongst the veterinarians. One approach is you flip the cow, and you kind of just like move its stomach, and you tuck it in, and it's, uh, everything is, is good. The other way they do is they pop the stomach because they want to get the, ga- the, the gas out. The problem is when you pop the stomach, you can be running into shadows of tray for re- rendering the animal perhaps a trefer. Now... They, there are different ways of doing it and you might not necessarily know which way the vet is going to do it. Now, why is Chal V'israel any better? Because Chal V'israel farms, there's a mashkiach at the farm. So mashkiach at the farm checks and has data knowing whether or not the animal has a DA. And any animal that they suspect has a DA or was fixed for a DA, they take it off they take it off the, the herd and they don't let it used chalof. So chalof Yisrael, you don't have to worry. If you're buying chalof Yisrael, you know you don't have to worry that you're getting an animal that's possible DA. It's only if you're buying chalof So if you're a chalof Nick, the rest of the share is not in for you. You don't have to worry because your milk is kosher. And this is a reason why some people would have to buy chalof Yisrael. The perk of chalof Yisrael is not just with Moishas hetter. It's because now you know for sure you're not getting any DA uh, type of issues. We'll get to betel in a second. We'll see if you have betel. We'll get to to it. I'm just trying to build up the case. Now, it's interesting, um, Pride of Farm, if you're familiar with Pride of Farm, Pride of Farm is a popular, produces a lot of stuff. The star K gives Ashkacha to it. So the star K also writes that they take off anything that's DA or DA Suffolk, they take it right off the farm. So you don't have to worry about that either. But if you're going to buy any of the other Cholov Stam company products, the uh, Tuscan or the other companies that exist, why don't you have this problem? So the truth is, you can really ask a much more general question. There's a much more general question that they talk about, is that a milking cow, by the end of its life, they end up shechting it, and then they end up giving you the basur of it. But for most of its life, it produced milk. They have shown that the statistics are amazingly high of how many of these cows, by the time they shech them, are really trafus. Now, you're not going to know when it, you're milking it that it's a traifa. You're only going to know it's a traifa once you shecht it. The problem is, do we say now that Huvra double mafreya? all the milk that we've been consuming were coming from cows that were traifas? So, Rev Shechter, Hersel Shechter, this is famous. He does not drink any milk or milk products. He's shecht that since the, the rate is so high, such a high rate of traifas that we have, today when we shecht them, it's a megala that all this time you were drinking milk that was from a traifa, which is right there Now, no one else seems to be shecht for this. This is his own personal khumra. The rest of the belt assumes a couple of different possibilities. One of the possibilities is the animal only becomes a trefer later on in its life. While it's still producing milk and milking, it's taka not a traif. Once it's so beaten down to the end of its life, then it taka became a traif. But the major companies are not choshes for this issue of any milk. Why is it? Meaning, if you go to a, a shlach you'll see that most of the cows they reject today because they're trefers, and very, very high numbers. Something like 70% of the cows are rejected. How much do they find? Ah, so that's the question. Are they really finding real trafers or shoshas and khumros and this, that, and the other? What exactly are they finding that renders it a treifer? Mm-hmm. But if you're going to render it a treifer, then the milk is treif also. So you can't really have it both ways. You can't say, well, I'm going to throw out 70% of the cows for, for eating, but then what's we're going to be with all our milk? So the OU and the major cash organizations grapple with that problem. But the problem that we have to get to is what do you deal with the milk that, uh, with the DA farms? So this fellow, this Rabbi Manus Blumefracht, he's really his cousin, he lives in Brooklyn. So he wrote an entire sefer. So without getting into all the degrees, I'll just give you some of the names of the people that give Haskamah to his sefer. So he writes over there, Haskamah from, from uh, he quotes over there from Bishaym Rebdabah Feinstein. He says that Rebdabah Feinstein's son says he spoke to his father about it. And Rebdabah Feinstein said it's not a problem. It's not a problem. You don't have to be chayshish. You can drink all the milk you want, halvstam milk. It's not a problem. He then also quotes from Ebruvein. Ebruvein Feinstein said also that his father held that it's not a problem. Then he has a haskama from a safer written by a yid named Baruch Moskowitz. Baruch Moskowitz lives in Kew Gardens. And he writes that he spoke to Ebruvein Feinstein about it. Ebruvein Feinstein also said it's not a problem. Then he quotes from Shmuel first from Chicago. He says, Veiter, nothing, nothing is a problem. None of the milk is a problem. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be concerned. However, he does quote some disagreeing opinions such as Menashe Klein. He quotes from Menashe Klein, for this problem held, you're not allowed to drink all of milk, even if you accept heter, because of the problem of the milk, the cows with the DA. And he quotes from, um, from one of Reb Vosna's grandchildren as well, that it's also a problem. Now, what is that based on? So it's based on research that they did in the early 1990s and they came out to say that 10% of the cows have DAs with them. That's a very high percentage. 10% of cows or anywhere between 5 and 15% of the cows on the farm are at some point had this ailment called DA, and therefore you have to at least suspect it's a Suffolk treif. So therefore, for that reason, they hold you don't have bitel bashishim. If you don't have bitel bashishim, so then there's to talk about. You can't drink the milk. Ah, Shaz can use roiv over here. That's a question. If you can use roiv over here. That's a question. We'll have to get to that maybe, the, I don't know. Obviously, we'll get to that tomorrow. But in any case, so that was the numbers. Now this, Rev Manis did his own research, It's fascinating, the research that he did. He did the research, and he thinks they got the numbers incorrect. He thinks the numbers are much, much lower than this. He thinks they're not anywhere close to these numbers. And he has an interesting idea over there. He points out that a lot of these cows don't produce milk. A lot of the cows that have DA, even if they're still on the farm, they're not producing milk as much as you think. He says, first of all, a lot of these cows that have DA, they give them medication, they give them antibiotics. Cows that have antibiotics are not producing milk. They're not taking that milk. So he really thinks that the numbers are significantly lower. And he really thinks that we don't have anywhere close to the numbers that they're projecting in the 1990s for for these cows. On top of that, he points out that he thinks that there are plenty of cows that live 12 months after they have this procedure done. And that's a whole discussion. If a cow lives 12 months, do you assume it's not a trifle? So he says these cows live for many, many years. On top of that, they continue producing milk and they continue having babies. One of the signs of a trafus is that the animal doesn't have babies anymore. So these cows live in a after they have these procedures done. So therefore, it's very hard to imagine that these procedures create trafus. Babelski felt that the procedures that he do do not render the animal a either. So for that reason, he thinks that it's, uh, it's not such a problem. And that's the opinion of the OU. The OU held that it's not a problem to have this milk. But he does raise an interesting question, which, uh, which is I'm not going to get into, but he does bring out a very good question. I don't understand. I go to the grocery store today. So on one hand I have milk and I can argue that this milk is what? It's a Suffolk suffic, maybe Svek Sveka, whether or not it has trayfa milk in it. And then I go right to the next island, there's the Chalb Yisrael milk. The Chalb Yisrael milk I know is fine. So shouldn't I have to buy the Chalb Yisrael milk over buying the questionable Svekadikcker milk? I'm saying, Bishlama, if I live with nowhere else and all I have is chalav, this milk, so good, I'll be saying and kulas and I'll catch. But he says, is it mutter to buy something which has a suffix? At the end of the day, it's a suffix. So you'll tell me, you'll tell me the sock, the numbers, the this, that, and the other. But the question is, maybe it's better just to buy the chalav yisrael milk, just mitzat suffix. So he goes through a long machhoikas There's a whole safer on it. The name of the safer is called chalav treifa. Not chalav, chalav treifa. It's an interesting name of a sefer. It's a fascinating sefer. Um, and, and he brings raya's to Rishonim and Achorenim, whether or not you're allowed to rely on Suffolk, even Lechatchila. Am I allowed to rely on something Because again, at the end of the day, part of his argument is that this is all Suffolk, de Rabbonin lekula. This whole shaila is all Sveikas and the Rabbonins, and therefore suffic de Rabbonin lekula. But I have kosher milk right in front of me. I have Chol Yisrael. So he brings rice from Achrim that you're not Mechuyev to buy the Chol Visrael milk, and you can go buy the Chol of milk. And at the end of the Sefer, he quotes from the whole list of Gedolim that all were of the opinion that you don't have to buy the Chol milk, you can drink the Chol of milk, and you don't have to worry about the DA issue in the milk.